The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. RT is grappling with financial difficulties and the government is considering providing interim funding with conditions attached while also planning for long-term reforms in the public service broadcasting arena. Uh, joining me now to talk about the latest issues for RT is David Davenpar, former RT correspondent. David, good morning. Morning, Pat. Um, first of all... <laughs> You know, troubles don't come along singly. They come along in droves. And I suppose the breaking news that RTE uh, executives restored pay they had cut uh, because of whatever issues they had uh, is not good timing. It's not good timing, Pat, but I suppose it's only fair to note that it is in the 2022 report, uh, which, you know, is, uh, they say the past is a different country. It certainly was a different landscape for RTE before the turmoil uh, of this year. Um, and in fairness, the uh, while the uh, increases in executive pay are eye-catching and not welcome, they, they don't really make a, a huge change to the overall financial crisis facing RTE. Yeah, but, but but you see, that's the problem, that they don't see their particular contribution to cutbacks and restoration as a problem, but they see star pay as a problem, you know, even though in the greater scheme of things, that's not where the problems lie. True, and of course, the executives that awarded themselves that restoration uh, are very much on the naughty step, those of them that remain in RTE. In fact, the uh, 2022 annual report is is a bizarre document, really, because immediately after the uh, introduction to the new chair, uh, you have uh, a rosy picture painted by a smiling G. Forbes and uh, Richard Collins, who, of course, uh, D. Forbes has departed, and Richard Collins is very much under a cloud. So the, um, the, 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 the annual report really paints a picture of a different era. Um, how quickly things uh, can change. Now, uh, the wounds that have been inflicted on RTE by the, the, the whole Tumberty saga um, really can be viewed as self-inflicted wounds because whatever about the money involved in the whole Tumberty saga... The money lost in revenue by the way this was handled has been catastrophic for RT. Uh, it's uh, hard to disagree with that, Pat. I mean, I don't think anybody predicted the plunge in license fee income that uh, followed this, uh, which is now, uh, it, it seems to be uh, enduring. And it, it looks like it will present an ongoing problem for RT that people aren't willing to support the organisation uh, by paying the license fee. Now, that's a new element in the equation that no, no, nobody had predicted. And it is, as you say, largely caused by the ham-fisted handling uh, by the RTE board and the executive of all the revelations that flowed from the uh, uh, the Tuberty, um, uh pay affair. Uh, I mean, it, it could have been handled in a different way. Uh, there was always going to be a major row, but I think that RTE has made a stick for its own back in the way that it's handled it. Um, they will be looking for uh, huge amounts of money um, to make up for the deficit because otherwise they could be seen as operating a, a bankrupt uh, company and they have strict limits on their borrowing. So they are looking for a direct in- injection of cash. Um, the licence fee, who is to say that it will not continue to fall? Uh, number one, as people move to streamers and watch on their laptop and saying, I don't have a television receiving apparatus and all of that. But then you have that judge, the district court judge, who uh, had great sympathy for people who didn't pay their license fee based on the scandal. And there's an impression that even if you do get caught by the license inspector, 
Sure, you go to court and you'll get off. Yeah, well, it's not. Um, it, it, it's certainly the impression isn't created of a very draconian regime, uh, but nonetheless, the vast majority of people do pay their license fee. Uh, but the fact that it's uh, the, the, the comments of the judge notwithstanding, the figures seem to show that an increasing number of people are beginning to regard it as optional. It is a new element in the equation. I think the challenge for RTE is uh, to, uh, to 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 produce for the government a, a really compelling. Uh, uh, reform and restructuring document. I, I, I was very struck by what Catherine Martin said the other day. She said there would need to be um, co- uh, concrete reforms. Now, I think that reflects a view in her department uh, that as RTE historically has come in looking for more money to bridge this gap and that gap, that executives have really failed uh, repeatedly to come up with any concrete proposals as to how the organisation uh, would change were it to be given increased funding. And really, um, I think that is the challenge for Kevin Backers because um, ministers have really run out of patience uh, with RTE coming in and a year on year looking for more cash. Uh, they want to see results and the results uh, will have to be reflected in, in, in reform of the organisation. Now, that that will, before long, raise the question of the headcount. Um, will RTE be able to sustain its current headcount of 1,800-odd people um, and, and no minister wants to see redundancies in a semi-state, yeah. even one that's under a cloud at the moment. At, at the same time, when you've got full employment in the economy and, you know, lots of skills within RTE, um, there's no doubt that a certain cohort of people working there would uh, welcome the package, as it were. Uh, and find other work. Uh, Yes and no. The last package that was put forward, I mean, it wasn't as if people were were taking RTE's arm off to to accept it. Um, RTE has historically had difficulty in in shedding its headcount, in in, in trimming its headcount, because I think it's seen as... Well, I suppose it is. It is a, a well remunerated, comfortable place to work, and uh, notwithstanding the attractions outside. So, I, I think the headcount issue is one that will m- sooner or later have to be tackled. The other thing that struck me in the annual report: there's a breakdown of where your license fee goes. Uh, now, it's pretty notional, and strangely enough, uh, there isn't a category for news and current affairs, which you would imagine uh, would be a substantial part of the licensee. That's covered elsewhere. But uh, according to the figures, €80 Euro goes on television, €27 Euro goes on radio, this is your licensee, but only €12 Euro goes on digital channels and the the, the um, RTE's digital policy. Now, maybe it's absorbed in other head, uh, headings, but that seems to me in a digital yeah. age to be a small amount of, uh, a small proportion. Yeah. And, and then, uh, I mean, when you it comes to structural change, uh, when you think Lyric is in Limerick, you've got the Cork Studios, you've got uh, the Belfast Studios, which were really there for a time of trouble and uh, are very well resourced. Uh, 2FM in Donnybrook in a corner of a largely empty radio centre. Um, there are decisions that could be made, but very difficult to make. <sighs> Well, we saw what happened when the, uh, uh, the, the, the then DG wanted to repatriate uh, Lyric FM to Dublin. Uh, of course, all the Lyric uh, employees had put down roots in, in, in Limerick. Uh, they got onto their local TDs, and I think the proposal only lasted 10 days or a fortnight. So, uh, you know, politics will always intervene when RTE uh, wants no. to make, uh, make, make, make bold decisions, Pat, as you know yourself. Yeah. But as I discovered during the pandemic, you can do a three-hour radio program from home very effectively. 
So <laughs> that's another option that could be looked at. David, interesting times. Meantime, Ryan Tuberty is looking for a job in the UK and uh, who knows, he might be successful. Well, the best of luck to him. David Davenpower, former RT correspondent. Thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.